0: God is in control, come on, turn to your neighbor, say, God is in control, say, nothing catches God by surprise, come on, say it, turn to your neighbor, say, nothing catches God by surprise, amen, all right, so my name is Felix Shilon, and um, I'm a child of God, okay, I'm a believer in Jesus Christ. I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. Okay? I'm not a, a political activist. I'm, and I'm not a social justice warrior. All right? Um, I wanna define this atmosphere, okay? This is a Jesus-centered atmosphere, all right? And we're gonna focus on Jesus. Because if we take Jesus out of the picture, we have something else, okay? We have, what, I don't know, a religious gathering, a political event, you know, a cult, whatever. Amen. But this is church. This is a Jesus-centered atmosphere, all right? And today, I'm here to witness about Jesus. I'm here to talk about Jesus, my favorite person, my favorite topic, amen. Because when I stand on Jesus, when I stand on that foundation, you know, I can't miss it. But when I take a step out of it, then I begin to talk gibberish, amen. And I'm talking to Christians today, I'm talking to believers, people who know Jesus, people who believe in Jesus. Come on, my brothers and my sisters, amen. Come on, I wanna call you guys into a different level. If you look at Jesus and if you look at the Pharisees, right, you notice that the Pharisees were always reasoning. And the Pharisees reasoned and reasoned and reasoned because they were were operating under the realm of logic. Amen. But Jesus perceived and Jesus perceived in his spirit. So I'm pulling you guys from the realm of logic into the realm of perception. Into, the, into a higher realm, into the spirit realm. I want us to strip apart everything happening in the physical. Let's step closer into the spirit realm. Amen. To understand what's happening in the name of Jesus. Are you guys with me? Turn to your neighbor say, relax. See, let's not be in a hurry to leave. Amen. I want us to receive everything that God has for us today. Amen. Because the Bible says the testimony of Jesus... Is the spirit of prophecy. Amen. Revelation 19:10. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So as I begin to testify about Jesus, I'm trusting God for the release of the prophetic over your lives and your destiny. Amen. I'm trusting God for a shift in the atmosphere, a shift in what in in in, in, in a shift in your lives for the rest of the year and the rest of this decade. Because this is what the enemy is afraid of. Amen. All right, I know we have our materials and all that stuff. We're going to go with the materials, but I'm going to flow with the Holy Spirit. So just relax. Don't be in a hurry. Amen? (laughs) I've not even started. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. This is a Jesus-centered gathering, and we're here to enjoy Jesus. We're here to hear from Him, to receive from Him, to be touched by Him, to receive answers, breakthroughs, and everything He has for us. What is this year? What is the theme of the year? Amen, come on. So I'm, 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 I, so I'm here to realign us into God's purpose, into what God has for us this year, okay? Realign our destinies and shape us and bring us back into what God has for us this year. That's why I'm here, amen? Hallelujah. All right, so now we can pray. <laughs> can we just stand up and let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you because you are here. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the God who was pierced because you are here today. Holy Spirit of the Lord Jesus, you are here today. Manifest yourself in the name of the Lord Jesus. Spirits of darkness, contrary spirit, spirits of racism, Spirits of infirmities. You have no place in this. You have no right in this place. I disable you. I decapitate you. I resist you. I cast you out of this atmosphere in the name of the Lord Jesus. Angels of the Lord Jesus, begin to manifest yourself. Angels of breakthrough, begin to release breakthroughs over every life here and over the lives of everyone under the sound of my voice. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Heavenly Father, we've already talked about this. So Father, everything that I prayed about, let it begin to happen in this place, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Everything that you've ordained me to speak, let me speak today, Heavenly Father. And everything you've not ordained for me to speak, let, let it not come out of my mouth. Let it not come out of my spirit. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And everything you have for us today, Father, we ask that it be released into our lives in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It is done. Amen. Amen. Let's have a seat. So guys, by now, I mean, some of you that have heard me before, you're probably used to my accent. So let's get that out of the way, you know. <laughs> for some of you who don't, I mean, we're hearing it mean, for the first time, you know, I pray that God bless me with the ability to speak clearly and articulately, amen, so you can understand me, so let's get that accent out of the way, God has, a, God has, God has something for you today, so don't use that as an excuse, you know? you know, I have an African accent mixed up with a British accent, and, you know, and then I'm an American too, so I'm like from all over the place, <laughs> but it's a blessing, amen, it's a blessing, amen, because Jesus was born Jewish, okay, if Jesus was here today, he would have a very thick Jewish accent, amen, do you guys get that? So don't let the enemy, you know, mess, mess with your mind. Amen. So I want to thank Pastor Tim for giving me the opportunity to be here. Amen. It's always a blessing to be here. Come on, let's give it up for Pastor Tim. Come on. Thank you, Jesus, for our pastor. And I pray you continue to bless Pastor Tim and his household and this ministry and take us forward in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So today I'm here to declare the oracles of God. Like I said, to align us properly to what God has for us, okay? You know... So let me, let me start the tone straight. So six months ago, I was just lying on my bed with my wife by my side in the night, right? And then my wife woke up and said, you know, I can't sleep. I have to go, which is very unusual. I said, I can't sleep. I have to go to the living room to go sleep because I can't sleep on the bed. And while I was lying down, I was trying to fall asleep. I had an angelic visitation. An angel walked into my room, okay? So the angel came in and he was like, I don't know, 10, 12 feet tall. And when he looked at me, you know, he started playing with my face. And the angel started playing with my hand. And I'm like, I'm like, are you an angel? Do you believe in Jesus? And he was smiling and laughing at me. Okay? And then the angel... So in that dream, I was in a, I was in a, in a church atmosphere like this, in a church building. Okay? I was just walking, serving in the, in the church. I was a woman with a, with, a, with, a, with a little girl. And then the angel was playing with me, playing with my face and my hand. And he, the angel made to go away and then came back to me and looked at me and touched my face a little more. And then as he was leaving, he told me this. He said, look, the Lord has released his angels to his people. He said, the Lord has released his angels to his people. That was six months ago. And that was before Pastor Tim came up and said, this is the year of breakthrough. And that was before COVID-19. And that was before the, things, the events that have happened in Minneapolis and all that stuff. But I'm telling you guys that everything that is happening Everything that has a physical occurrence has a spiritual precedence. I want to, I want to draw us away from the physical and let's begin to look at the spiritual and say what is happening, why is this happening? Okay, because we are spirit beings. Amen. Come on, Jesus 15. Um, I said Jesus, John 15, verse 4 to 5. Let's start with that. John 15, 4 to 5. Amen. He says Jesus said, Now Jesus, this is Jesus talking. He said, Abide in me. He's talking to believers. He said, guys. Stick with me, stick with me, guys, okay? Abide in me, abide in me, and I in you. As a branch, we, as the branch can, cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Abide in me, stick with me, stay with me. When you step, when you step out of me, you, be, you become spiritually um, unfruitful. But when you stay on my foundation, When you remain in me, when you look at life from my perspective, when you look at life from a Christian lens, amen, you begin to bear fruit. But when you step out of me and begin to go into social media and begin to argue and all that stuff and fight, you know, black and white and all that stuff, you begin to miss it. But when you stay with me, there's safety. There's productivity in me. Amen. Come on. Are you guys with me? Amen. So he said, abide in me. Abide in me. So, guys, I'm here to talk about Jesus, to remind you that Jesus Christ is the Lord of breakthrough. Amen. Jesus Christ is the Lord of breakthrough. God has sent angels to us to bring about breakthroughs in our lives this year and this decade. Okay? Amen. This is what the enemy is afraid of. This is what the enemy is trying to keep us away from. Amen. But I'm here to realign us into God's purpose and plan for our lives to receive everything that God has for us this year and this decade. Amen? Jesus gave us a a beautiful picture in Luke chapter 13, verse 10 to 17. Amen. By the way, we're going to be going all over the place today, okay? So many scriptures, but just relax. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Uh, Luke chapter 10, Luke chapter 13, verse 10 to 17. Oh yeah, I have my towel here. I'm prepared, okay? Just so you know, I'm going to sweat because I sweat a lot. I get all walked up. Uh, Pastor Tim said, Felix, just take it slow. Take it slow. So I'm going to try to take it slow, okay? <laughs> but if I'm going to fast, just raise your hands up. Amen. Uh, I get ex- it's, honestly, I get excited when I talk about Jesus. It gets me so excited. Because to me, Jesus Christ is a person. You know, I didn't go to seminary school, okay? I didn't go to, I didn't le- I didn't go to seminary. I'm just a guy. Like 10 years ago, Jesus Christ himself walked into my bedroom. And touched me you know so for me you know it's, it's it's different you know you know he knows me personally and i know him heaven knows me and guess what hell knows me too <laughs> hell knows me you know the demons that was harassing the seven sons of skiva they said jesus i know paul i know but who are you amen so i'm known in the spirit realm they know me so jesus know me and hell knows me amen Hallelujah, and that makes me happy. I get excited when I talk about Jesus. So Luke chapter 13, 10 to 17. Now, Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and behold, there was a woman who had a, 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 a disabling spirit for 18 years. She was bent over. That was a physical statue, bent over. Amen. You know, and could not fully straighten herself. There's a picture of a lot of us bent over by the culture, bent over by labor, Okay? You are this, you are that, you looked like this. Amen? Bent over. That was the physical status of this woman. But when Jesus saw her, he called her over and said, Woman, you are freed. Amen? You are freed from your disability. You are, from, you are free from your physical limitations. You are free from the labels that people put over you. Amen? This is the same Jesus I'm here to talk to you about. The Jesus who sets you free from the labeling and your physical limitation. Amen? Come on, are you guys with me? He said, look, he called her and said, you are free from your disability. And he laid his hands on her. He spoke first and laid his hands. Amen. And immediately she was made straight and glorified God. But the ruler of the, of the synagogue, her pastor, can you imagine the religious spirit? The pastor came and said, and the, 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 the pastor was indignant. He went mad. That Jesus actually healed someone during church service. Can you imagine? And why? He said, because Jesus healed on Sabbath. And the, and the, and the ruler uh, of the synagogue said, there are six days in which this ought to be done. Come on those days and be healed and not on the Sabbath. Then the Lord answered, come on, you hypocrites. Does not each one of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his donkey from the manger and lay it away to water? And ought not this woman... Ought not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, identity, say identity, 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 come on, say it, say identity. Identity. This woman is the daughter of Abraham, amen, whom Satan had bound 18 years. Ought not this woman be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day? And he said this, and as he said these things, all his adversaries were put to shame, and all the people rejoiced at all the glorious things that were done by him. Amen. I'm already sweating. And it's just the beginning. I've not even started. So check this out, guys. When you know who you are, when you know you're right in Jesus, you will always put the enemy to shame. When you know you're right, when you know you're right in Jesus, Jesus came and said, look, this woman has a right to be healed. She has a right to her breakthrough. You can't stop her by labels. You can't stop her by all these hindrances, by all these limitations. You have a right to your breakthrough because of Jesus. Amen. He came to change the picture. He came to change the dynamics. He came to change the stereotype. He said, you have a right to be healed because you are a daughter of Abraham. Amen. So I'm here to tell you, everyone under the sound of my voice, you have a right to your breakthrough because of Jesus. Amen. You have a right to advance, to go forward. Amen. Every label that man has placed upon you, Every label of color, you know, every label of height, race, ethnicity, and all that, throw that out of the window. Stick on that platform of Jesus. We talked about logic and perception, right? Logic says, uh, you're you're white, you're black, you're brown, you're blue, you're purple. But perception says, hey, (laughs) we all bleed red. We are all born, what, small and weak. And we all need Jesus. We all need a Savior. Come on. I command the spirit of perception to come alive in you in the name of the Lord Jesus. I'm going to be operating in the prophetic. Amen. Because the Bible says the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So as I'm preaching about Jesus, I'm going to be releasing pro- the prophetic over you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Because what goes out first and then things happen. He sent his word and he healed them. The word goes out first and then the manifestation follows. So as I declare the word of God, I'm trusting God for the manifestation of the supernatural in your lives in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. So, yeah. So John. Amen. So... John 1.12 said, to them that believes, to those who believe in Jesus, he gave the right, the right, the right to become the sons of God, the children of God. You have a right to be, to operate as a child of God. Amen. You can't just accept anything. You can't just accept what the world gives to you, the labels of the world. You can't do that. Because what, you are operating from a different parallel, a different kingdom. Amen. You can't look at the world and, and step into the realm of logic. You have to step into the le- realm of perception. The realm of the Holy Spirit. Because you're spirit beings. Amen. Your spirit has come alive. Amen. You belong to Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, guys. Amen. Amen. <sighs> Thank you, Jesus. You have the right to become, to operate as a child of God. That's what Jesus said. Amen. Let's not be in a hurry, guys, okay? So we ought to operate, approach life from a Christian perspective, okay? Because what? We are now Christians. We operate from a different kingdom. Colossians 1.13. Amen. We're gonna, Colossians 1.13. Amen. Said he has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Amen. So, if you're in another kingdom, why operate as if you are in this kingdom? Why think and talk like you're in this kingdom when you are in another kingdom? Amen. So it's our prerogative to go into the word, into the scripture and find out who we are, understand who we are, amen, and operate from who we are. In the name of Jesus, Jesus looked, Jesus did the same. He opened the scripture, Luke chapter four, and said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach goodness to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the, the, the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, amen. And he said, look, this day, this word is fulfilled before you. He opened the scripture and found himself in it. And he proclaimed that. So we need to open the scripture and find ourselves in the scripture. Amen. And begin to live our lives based on who we are in the kingdom of God. Amen. Identity, guys. The story was told about a lion. A lion, a cub, a little cub who missed his way. And then ran into, you know, and found himself with goats and sheep. And this baby lion grew up. This baby lion grew up with goats and sheep and began to talk like a sheep and eat like a sheep. And rather than being the the king of the jungle, this little lion began to operate as a a goat and a lamb. And grew up talking like a sheep and a goat. And then one day, this herd of sheep with this lion got attacked by another lion. And this lion that attacked them saw this baby lion who has grown Running, running away like that, like the other sheep and lamb, and went after him and said, w- dude, you're a lion. Why are you operating like a lamb and a goat? And this lion took the, le- the other lion and took him to the water and said, look at the water. Look at the reflection. You are just like me. And this baby lion looked, oh my God, I'm a lion. I'm just like you. Amen. And from that day on, this other lion began to operate as a lion that he is. So I'm saying, guys, let's get into the Word. The water, the, the water, of, that water is the mirror, right? It's God's Word. So let's get into the Word and know who we are and begin to operate the way God has designed us to operate in the kingdom of God. Amen. So we ought, to, we ought to remember who we are in the spirit. We ought to remember who we are and, this, the, and that we have the spirit of Jesus. Classic example, okay, Luke chapter 9. There's a story about Jesus going into, um, into a city in Samaria. And when he went to the city of Samaria, he went to preach to them, but he did not accept Jesus because, what, he was Jewish. He was on his way to, 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 to Jerusalem. And guess what? Jesus was racially profiled. They said, no, you're Jewish. You you went to Jerusalem. We're Samaritans. Don't come here. We don't want to hear your gospel. You don't look like us. You don't talk like us. Get away from us. You guys remember that story, right? Luke chapter 9, verse 51. And what did Jesus say? By the way, James and John, John, the apostle of love, right? Said, Jesus, this guy just rejected you. You are the Messiah. You are the son of God. Let's rain down fire. Upon them, it does not, that not seem. That's what we're seeing now. Let's rain down fire upon them because they don't, because they rejected us. And by the way, James and John were actually quoting scriptures. They were going into the Old Testament because it happened before, right? Elijah rained down fire in that same ta- in that same country, in that in in, in in that land in Samaria, and they thought, oh, we have the spirit of Elijah in us. Let's rain down fire on these people. And Jesus said, look, you don't know who you are. He said, we're not raining fire on anybody, okay? We're not going to send down fire. And Jesus let them say, I have a different approach. I have a better approach. And Jesus went, you know, in the book of John, right? Met a woman by the well. That's him, Samaria, revealed himself to her as a Messiah. And Jesus used that woman who was rejected to go back and preach the gospel. And people were saved in Samaria, Amen. Different approach. Amen. We are believers. We have the spirit of Jesus in us, not the spirit of Elijah. Amen. We're not raining our fire on anybody. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. So, the Bible says, Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Amen but against principalities and powers and rulers of the darkness of this world and spiritual wickedness in high places. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. So why do we look at ourselves and begin to, you know, attack each other when we have an enemy, the real enemy operating behind the scenes? You are not my enemy. The- my enemy is not flesh and blood. It's the, princip- it's the spirit behind it. Amen. So that's why we need to step back, amen, and begin to operate differently and show the world how it's done. Amen. This battle is not against flesh and blood. It's against principalities and powers. Racism is not human. It's a spirit. Amen. (laughs) Amen. So let's set the record straight, guys. So God has no COVID-19 sickness to give, okay? This is from the devil, and it's strategic. Check out how it happened. Just at the beginning of the year, the beginning of a new decade, we had to deal with this. Amen. And then after that, after getting locked up for three months, and then we had this other, you know, event that happened, of the unfortunate event that happened that is shaking the whole nation and shaking the world. So I'm telling you guys, there's an entity behind all this. And today, I'm here to expose that entity. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And I'm here to realign our lives into God's purpose. Amen. Because the enemy is trying to keep us away from everything that God has for us. Distract us, uproot us from our calling, from our destiny, from our identity. And get us to begin to like, you know, (laughs) fight each other and do all stuff. All, all that stuff. Amen. The current event that has happened, the unfortunate event, I need to talk about this, right? We need to talk about it. This is, you know, it is not a race issue. Guys, it is a human issue. I wasn't born in this country. I'm an American citizen now, but I wasn't born here. I, I came from, you know, from another continent, from, you know, from Africa. Amen. And I've seen a lot of violence, you know, even in, the, in that world, in that continent, You know, people from the same race have seen a lot of atrocities. How people hurt each other. Do gross things to each other. You know, based on ethnicity, tribes, religion, and all that stuff. So I'm saying it's not a race. It is a human issue. This is what Jesus Christ came to correct. Amen. This is what Jesus Christ came to change. Come on. So I'm saying, guys, let's take a step back. Remove logic. Get into perception. Perceive just like Jesus. Amen. There's an enemy here that we need to come against. Amen. It is not a skin issue. It is a sin issue. Amen. It is a sin issue. It's right there. When there are only four people on this earth, they, we were killing each other. Right? Cain and Abel. Just four people, they were killing each other. So it's a sin issue man is going to find reason to kill each other anyway. It doesn't have to, the color of your skin doesn't matter. And this is what Jesus came to correct. Amen. The Bible says what? For God so loved the world. Amen. It's not a race thing. God didn't say, I love this race, so Jesus died for this race. And that, you know. God loves the world and sent Jesus to correct things. Amen. <laughs> Amen. God is no respecter of persons and he treats all people alike. Acts chapter ten verse thirty four, okay, Amen. Jesus sent Peter to the house of Cornelius, and Peter said, "Look, I'm Jewish. He's Gentile. Racial profiling, right? I'm Jewish. He's Gentile. What do I have to go to? Why do I have to go to the house of Cornelius? I have no business there." <laughs> and Jesus corrected Peter's theology. He said, "Look, I came to die for the world. Amen. I came to correct this. Come on, we're God's people." We look, we look different, but it's the power of God's creativity that made us different. God is too creative to make one race. I'm going to make them beautiful. Brown, white, black, yellow, purple, whatever. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. So, all these current events are happening Because the enemy is responding to what God has already done, folks. This thing is playing itself all over and all over again. Everything is happening. It's not new. Amen. Felix, what do you mean? (laughs) See, yeah, so the horrible things that are happening in the world and the church is because the devil and his kingdom, they are reacting and responding on earth to what God has already done for us in a spirit realm. God has already released blessings and breakthroughs, favor, promotion, new levels of anointing, divine ideas, healings, revelation, provisions, prosperity for us this year and this decade. And this is what the enemy is afraid of. Amen. And then he's throwing all this stuff, just the kitchen sink approach, right? I'm going to throw COVID-19 at them. And then after that, I'm going to get them all wound up with race. And then who, only God knows what, what's coming up next, right? But I'm, I, want, I want us to focus. Amen. Say focus. Focus. Amen. Let's go and receive everything God has for us. Amen. All, everything that God has released for us. Let's, let's ask for the physical manifestation of these things in our lives. Because this is what the enemy is afraid of. Amen. Example. Our Lord Jesus. When Jesus Christ was born, he was born quietly in a manger. Right? Nobody really knew. Shepherds and all that. And then people came from the east. God already blessed us with Jesus. And how did the devil react? The killing of babies. Right? Killing of babies. He reacted. And then everyone saw the physical manifestation of that. Right? So the devil is always playing catch-up. Back into the Old Testament, when Moses was born, God blessed, you know, the, God blessed the Jewish people with a, you know, with a Savior, with Moses. And how did, that, how did the devil react? The killing of babies. Amen. Right? It happened back then too. Our Lord Jesus, when he was baptized, the Bible says what? God spoke from heaven and said, Hey, this is my son in whom I'm well-pleased. And how did the devil react? The temptation. If you are the son of God. (laughs) Amen. Jesus, you know, he rose up from the dead. The church was prospering. Favor, increased everywhere. How did the devil react? Persecution. The devil is always playing catch up. I'm telling you, everything that has happened to us this year is the demonic manifestation of what God has already done for us. It's playing stuff over and over again. <laughs> when Jesus appeared to me ten years ago, not Providence, and touched me, a few days later, the devil himself showed up. Did the same thing. I talked about this before, right? So it's always playing catch up, okay? When Peter confessed, "Jesus, you are the Messiah, the Son of the Living God," what happened next? We saw the devil showing up in Peter's life, right? And Peter and Jesus rebuking Peter, right? So Satan, be gone, you know. So I'm telling you guys, everything that is happening right now is the devil manifesting himself because of what God has already done. And I'm telling you guys, let's go after what God has done. Let's ask the God, Jesus, everything that the Father has released unto us. Let it manifest. These breakthroughs, we want it. We want it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Let it manifest in our lives. We want breakthroughs. We want to advance and go forward in the name of the Lord Jesus. There's a blessing. There's a blessing for every season. Come on. God created a tree before he created the seasons. Genesis chapter one. God created a tree on the third day. Right? Okay? The tree is the picture of Jesus. Of the cross. Of the blood of Jesus. God created the tree first. And then the next day, the fourth day, God created the seasons. It's right there. He created the tree. A picture of the Lord Jesus and his, and, and his death and his blood. And then the next day, he created the seasons. So I'm here to tell you that the cross of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, has the power to change your seasons. Amen. The blood of Jesus. The tree. Jesus Christ has the power to alter your season. I'm talking about the rest six months of this year and the rest of your decade to realign you back and have you pull into your lives everything God has for you. It's the cross of Jesus that has the ability to alter your destiny. In Jesus' name. I'm I'm talking to spiritual people here. Are you guys with me? Everything that has a physical occurrence has a spiritual precedence. Amen? Amen? (laughs) amen so Felix what do you mean when you say that Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3 just to back up that word it says by faith we understand that a universe was created the universe the physical universe was created by what? the word of God So that what is seen, the physical, was made out of things that are what? Not visible. Physical things impacted by the unseen. Amen. Our lives are here today to be altered by the word of God in the name of the Lord Jesus. I prophesy over you that everything that God has for you this year will be manifested in your life in the name of Jesus. I prophesy over you that this year you will experience breakthrough. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. 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 So let's get into the message proper. <laughs> so I'm here to introduce you guys. My friends, my brothers, sisters, friends. I'm here to introduce you to Jesus Christ, the Lord of breakthrough. Amen. So we're going to run through this real quick. Amen. Amen. There's nothing new here. So Jesus is here this year to bring us breakthrough in our darkest hour. For every one of you going through dark, dark times right now, Jesus Christ is here. Amen. To bring you breakthrough in your darkest hour. Amen. We see that in Mark chapter 6, verse 48, when the disciples were in trouble, at the darkest period The darkest hour of the night, the fourth watch, the Lord Jesus Christ showed up. Amen. And delivered them in the in the darkest hour of the night. So I'm telling you, telling everyone here, if you're going through dark times, dark periods, Jesus Christ is here as the Lord that brings you breakthrough in your dark hour. Amen. Second point here, Jesus is the source of breakthrough in our season of rejection. Amen. John 4, 16. A woman. (laughs) We know this story already, so I don't need to go into it. Amen. The woman at the well. Rejected by society. Married five times. We know this story, guys. Right? Amen. She was going to the well in the the afternoon. She couldn't go to the well in the morning because what? Other women make fun of her. Rejected by society. Even if you have been rejected by society for whatever reason... I'm here to tell you that Jesus Christ is here to bring you breakthrough in your hour, your season of rejection. He's the only one that has the power, the ability to bring the rejected and make them what? The object of glory. A rejected woman. Turn her into what? A national evangelist. Amen. Impacting lives. A woman who nobody would listen to before began—you know—people began to listen to her because of Jesus, Amen. Point number three: Jesus is the source of breakthrough against the storms of life. Amen. We saw how Jesus impacted the storms of life literally. Whether the disciples were what in a boat, and then what happened in John chapter four, verse thirty-nine. They were about to sink. The storms of life was against them. Raging seas and stormy winds. And they were about to sink. But when Jesus awoke, when Jesus came into the picture, amen, he overcame the the storms of life on behalf of his people. So I'm here to remind you that Jesus Christ is here to overcome the storms of life that have come against you. He's the Lord that will bring you breakthrough against the storms of life. I know a lot of people are not the sound of my voice. They've lost their jobs and, you know, they've lost people. You know, they've, they're going through a lot because of all this COVID-19 and all that. Lost friends. Storms of life. And I've been there. But Jesus is the Lord that will bring you breakthrough from the storms of life. Steal the storm. Amen. And took his people to safety. Hope I'm stirring up your faith. Amen. I'm stirring up your faith. Amen. Point number four. Jesus is the source of breakthrough in every area of our lives that are untouchable. Story of this man who had leprosy. Who nobody wanted to touch. When you're leprous back in those days. Amen. You are in a leper's colony, right? Nobody wants to have anything to do with you because you're contagious. There are areas of our lives that are untouchable. We know that. We, we all have it, right? Come on. We don't want to talk about it. Our challenges, our issues, our weaknesses, you know things that we're, we're hiding from other people, you know, secret, drug addiction, whatever. Those areas of our lives that we don't want to bring to light and expose to people. I'm here to tell you that Jesus is the Lord that will bring you breakthrough. Amen. In those areas of our lives, that are untouchable. Amen. I'm speaking to someone. Amen. You know yourself. Amen. There's something secret you're hiding from your family. I feel it in my spirit, Amen. There's something secret you're hiding from your from your family, from your wife, and I'm telling you that bring that situation to Jesus, and He'll bring you breakthrough in that area. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I'm talking to a man. You know yourself. I don't want to go too much into details. It has to do in the area of relationship. You're probably seeing somebody you shouldn't be seeing. But Jesus is saying, bring that situation to me. That situation is gonna set you back seven years. But bring that situation to Jesus and he give you power to come out of that, amen. In Jesus' name. (laughs) Areas of our lives are untouchable. Jesus is here to bring us breakthrough in those areas. Point number five, Jesus is the source of breakthrough. Even if we do not qualify, even if we don't qualify, Have you guys noticed how Jesus never qualified people that he he helped? When he was feeding 5,000 people, he didn't say, hey, if you're this, if you're white, stay there. If you're black, stay there. If you argue with your mother, stay there. If you kept the Ten Commandments, stay there. Hey, oh, you, you didn't pay tight, stay there, stay there. Oh, you, you pray today, come closer, come closer. He didn't qualify anyone before he healed them, before he helped them. Amen. This woman who came, we know the story of the woman with the issue of blood based on Jewish laws. She didn't qualify to be out there touching a man, how much more a rabbi? But the grace of God touched that woman, amen. How about the woman, the Syrophoenician woman in Mark, you know, Mark chapter 7 24 to 37? We know the story. She can. She just kept on looking on Jesus. Jesus, help me. My daughter is possessed. My daughter have issues. You need to help me. I have no other savior. Amen. And Jesus, Jesus, Jesus what manifested Himself as a Lord of breakthrough in her life. Amen. Even though she didn't qualify for it, He made a way for her. So I'm here to tell you that Jesus is the Lord of your breakthrough, even if you don't qualify. Amen. For whatever reason, even if you think you don't qualify, just look to Jesus. He'll bring you breakthrough in that area. Amen. Point number six. Jesus is the source of breakthrough, even when we fail. Even when we fail. Because of Jesus. Just keep looking unto him. He said, Peter, you're going to fail. You're going to screw up. You're going to mess up. Right? But as long as you just believe in God, believe also in me. You're going to deny me. You're going to leave me, Peter. You're going to mess up. But believe in God. Believe also in me. That's the qualifying factor. Amen. And what happened? Jesus came back for Peter, right? Asked him three times. In John chapter 21, verse 17. He denied Jesus three times. Jesus restored him three times. Do you love me, Peter? Do you love me, Peter? Do you love me, Peter? The picture telling us that Luke, I am the God who restores. Even if you fail, I will bring you breakthrough. You just keep believing in me. Amen. So I just brought out these six points out of my spirit. And I'm saying, these are areas in our lives that I'm trusting God, that I believe God wants to bring us breakthroughs this year and this decade. I'm ex- I've, I've brought Jesus to you as the Lord who brings the breakthrough. Amen. But how do we see this breakthrough? How do we see it manifest in our lives? How do we, how do we, how do we see, how do we, want, how do we see it manifest in our lives? Amen. I'm saying we should come to God, come to the Father, and bring the blood of Jesus before God, and say, God, because of the blood of Jesus, let there be a manifestation of everything that you have for me this year, everything that the devil is keeping away from me, let that be a physical manifestation, amen, of these blessings, of this breakthroughs in my life because of the blood of Jesus, amen. Not because of what I've done, or what I'm gonna do, or what I've not done, but because of the blood of Jesus. Bless me, bless me. Let me see this in my life. This things that the enemy is keeping away from me. I want it, I want your blessings. I want it in my life. Let it manifest in my life physically. How? Because of the blood of Jesus. Amen. Not because of me, but because of Jesus. He's the one that brings breakthrough. But let's go to God and let's ask God for these things. And say, because of Jesus' blood, bless me. Let it manifest in my life physically. Amen. So real quick, the blood of Jesus has been shed. Amen. To grant us access to heaven. To grant us access to supernatural favors and, and breakthroughs from God. Amen? The Bible says we've been justified by the blood of Jesus. The blood of Je- what, the blood of, what the blood of Jesus did was to grant us access. Access to heaven. Access to the goodness of God. Now we need to go and present our blood before God and say Father because of the blood let us access, because of this blood that has opened the way for me let your blessings manifest in my life because of this blood the blood of Jesus opened heaven for us now we need to go into heaven and ask for the manifestation of these blessings in our lives. Didn't the Bible says we've been blessed with all spiritual blessings in the heaven reigns? The Bible said that, right? How come we don't see it? Because we don't ask for it. We don't ask for it. We have access to it. T- when you purchase a ticket to a game, that ticket grants you access to the game, right? So you go to the game, and what do you do? You present a ticket. The ticket is the evidence. That you have access to the game. The blood of Jesus is the evidence that we have access to the blessings of heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. So the blood was shed and applied before there was restoration and breakthrough. Right? The blood was shed. In the old, we know that story in the Old Testament, right? The blood was shed, applied on the door, and then what next? There was breakthrough and there was restoration. Something today, as we go to the Father and present the blood of Jesus and prophesy, there will be restoration and breakthrough for us because of the blood of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Guys, the devil has no answer to the blood. <laughs> Revelations 12 11. Amen. They overcame him, what? By the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible calls the devil, the enemy, what? The accuser of the brethren. It's always accusing us before the Father, keeping us away from what God has for us. This breakthrough is accusing us. Amen. But we need to go to heaven and say, Father, this is the blood of Jesus. Based on this blood of Jesus, let there be a manifestation of this blessings, this breakthrough in my life. Shut the mouth of the adversary because of the blood. Amen. (laughs) I know we're out of time, but just give me a few more minutes and we'll wrap this up. Amen. (laughs) So guys, we should present the blood of Jesus in our prayers to God to secure breakthroughs in our lives and to remove every legal right that the devil uses to attack and hinder us. I'm going to read two scriptures right now just to prove this point, right? Hebrews chapter 10, verse 14. Hebrews 10, 14. Hebrews 10, 14. I know it's it's beautiful out there and we all want to go out and all that. But I'm telling you, there's a shift in the spirit realm. Amen. Hebrews 10, 14. It says... And that by and hold on, <laughs> amen. For by a single sacrifice, right? Listen, for by a single sacrifice, the blood of Jesus, He has perfected, perfected for all time those who have been sanctified. He has perfected, right? He has perfected us for all, for all, for all times. And then let's look at this prayer, it's a personal revelation that the Holy Spirit gave me. Hebrews chapter 13, 20 to 21. The Bible just said we've been perfected. Look at this prayer that the writer of Hebrew prayed. He said, now may the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good that you may do his will. Amen. Amen. Walking in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ who will be glory forever and ever. Now may the God of, of Jesus, may the God of peace who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the Lamb equip you. This is, this is the ESV version, okay? The KJV says, may the blood of Jesus, what? Perfect you. Perfect you. Now, I thought we've been perfected already. Why is it praying to God to perfect them again? right because we've been perfected positionally with Christ but we need to pray okay that everything that God has for us that spiritual state become a physical reality so look we've been perfected but we want that perfection to manifest so he's praying that what God has done for us let us actually begin to experience that perfection in our lives so yes, we've been perfected, we've been perfected already in Christ. but we need to pray through the blood of Jesus, that is, perfection, become a physical reality. Amen. So guys, my friends, so this is the story. Amen. I'm here for us. To bring us up before the Father. That through the blood of Jesus, the blessings that he's given us be manifested in our lives through the blood of Jesus. Amen. We've been perfected. That's what the Bible says. But the writer is praying again that this perfection, let it come. Let it manifest in our lives. We've been blessed with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly realms. But let's go into heaven and ask that these blessings be manifested in our lives physically through the blood of Jesus. Are you guys with me? Amen. So we're going to wrap this up. Amen. Why don't we pray? Let's, call, let's all rise up and let's pray. Amen. Let's rise up and pray. So there's a prayer there, right? Amen. There's a prayer there. We're going to pray to God. We're going to go by faith to heaven and ask God for his blessings in our lives. Amen. So I want us to read this out together. Are you, guys, are you guys with me, right? We've seen Jesus as the Lord of our breakthrough. And we've seen that it's the blood of Jesus. You see how the, how the writer prayed? He said, look, I'm praying. Even though, this, even though we've been perfected, he's saying, now this is the main clause of this verse. He said, now may the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ, the great, the great shepherd of the sheep, he said, by the blood of the eternal covenant, perfect them. By the blood of Jesus Perfect them. Equip them. Through the blood of Jesus, let there be a physical manifestation of our spiritual reality. Amen. So let's go before God. I want everyone to confess this prayer before God. Do you have it? We all have it, right? Can we put it up? Yeah, good. Let's pray this prayer together. Everyone, come on. Let's go. Heavenly Father, I come before your throne of grace by faith standing upon the new covenant of the blood of Jesus your only begotten son I ask that through the blood of Jesus Christ you remove every legal right that the devil has been using against my life to hinder me and to attack me and to put a stop right now to every attack of the devil and his cohorts against me I ask that through the blood of Jesus Christ, let it be a physical manifestation of all the blessings, the breakthroughs, and gifts you have for me this year and this decade. Thank you, Father, that I have it right now through the blood and the merits of Jesus Christ. It is done. This is what the enemy is afraid of. That's why he's raging. God has released blessings for us. Angels have been released to us to help us, but we've been going—we've been literally assaulted for the past six months. Amen. But I'm prophesying over you in the name of the Lord Jesus—a shift in the atmosphere, a shift in your lives, the release of supernatural breakthrough through the blood of Jesus. Amen now remember this just two more points before, before I dismiss us so what we've prayed and what we say must agree together okay when we pray for something let's not go onto Facebook and social media and be just be vomiting all the things going on in our lives and all that let's not do that what we pray and what we say must align together amen okay and let's move in the direction of our prayers amen Let's move in a direction of our prayers. When Jesus healed what when Jesus healed 10 lepers, he said, Go He healed them, right? They were praying to Jesus. They were praying, praying, praying. And Jesus, go show yourself to the priest. As they were going, as they we're moving in the direction of that prayer, what happened? They experienced healing. Let's move in the direction of our prayers. I'm saying, look, if you're trusting God for a partner this year, you know, just I mean. Come to church. Join small group. Go to the gym. Change your wardrobe. If you're trusting God. (laughs) If you're trusting God. Amen. For a job. Amen. Brush up your resume. Put your resume out there. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus, move in the direction of your prayer. This is it. A lot of us, right, a lot of Christians stay in prayer mode. What I'm saying, after we've prayed today, begin to move in the direction of your prayer. Begin to move in the direction of that breakthrough. Angels have been released for us to help us. Amen. This was, a, this was a difficult message to put together. But I trust God that God somehow has just planted that seed in your hearts. It's just the beginning, guys. Amen. This is the year of our breakthrough. Amen. And I command the release of supernatural breakthrough over everyone under the sound of my voice in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now listen, it's not over. It's not over. We just ask that God should bless us with, it, with, with his blessings, right? With what he has for us. I want us to go back home. Write, based on the anointing, the auction of this atmosphere, go back home. Write down at least three things that you want God to do for you this year. Write it down. And say, based on the blood of Jesus, bless me with these things, Father. Bless me with these things. Amen. I'm telling you let's not get distracted there's so many things that God wants to do in our lives but through the blood of Jesus these things will manifest in our lives so go write down three things and trust God for his physical manifest the, the last time I was here before I released the last time I was here I asked us to put things down right to pray about it there was a woman that heard me over the, over the internet I said wow I have a daughter When is needs to get married I'm going to write you down I'm going to ask God to bless my daughter with a spouse she took it serious and guess what miraculously a guy she knew from childhood started calling her daughter amen and before you know the proposed marriage and before you know they, they, they remembered oh my God the only reason why we could ever come together was because of God and that meeting we had and they reached out to me and said, hey, we want you to marry us. And by God's grace, God used me to marry them. Amen. All this happened between, I think August when I preached and December last year. This is just to stay up your faith. Amen. Jesus is the Lord of breakthrough. He's the God that secures your breakthrough. Amen. So go to the Father, through the blood of Jesus and say, Father, through this blood, Let there be a physical manifestation of what you have for me this year. We've prayed that already, right? But go back and say, these are the things I want. We've asked God to release what He wants into our lives. But what do you want? What do you want to see in your life? This is what the enemy is afraid of.